Welcome to a Rocky Start Podcast. I'm Brian Argot. On a Rocky Star podcast, I bring on guests from all around sports to talk about their story and their journey to sports. And today I'm talking to Deb Whitkiss. She actually has a really interesting story and I was really, I had a really fun time during this interview with her. She started off working at uh, Dr. Phil and she was working for Diverse, Divorce Court before starting her career in sports right before COVID actually. It's so funny how a lot of people's careers have changed right before or during COVID. And uh, she's just another one of those people that is, uh, you know, proven that she could do something uh, after changing her career and starting off on a different path. I had a really fun time during this interview. She's an Eagles fan like myself. So we talked a little bit about the Eagles and a lot about the NFL draft here that's going to be launching in a few hours. So I want to put this episode out uh, right before that all goes down. I hope you guys all enjoy this uh, story with Deb Whitkiss. Uh, ask you, where did it all begin with you in sports? It actually, from the time I was born, is, is where it began with me with sports. Um, my my dad was always a big sports guy. He came from baseball. He used to play minors with the Phillies, or at least he used to. I've heard stories of him playing minors with the Phillies, um, okay. and. Uh, yeah, I just I grew up I grew up watching the Phillies from Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia, watching you know, three rows behind home plate. It was amazing. Uh, I used to be friends with the Phillies' wives. <laughs> we used to talk around. I used to flirt with the bat boy when I was twelve. Um, oh, wow. I've always been a, a big sports fan. I know I played softball and tennis myself. Um, always been, and I've always been a huge Eagles fan. Uh, I bleed green. <laughs> go, go birds, go birds. Yeah, go birds. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, it was really, I, I, I kind of took a, I have a weird career path as to how I got into sports, though, professionally. I, I've noticed <laughs> that. I, I want to talk about all about that. Uh, let's let's actually dive into that right now. So yeah. you you start off your career, and for about three years there, three there, three years there, you're working with Dr. Phil and divorce court. How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) So I originally, I've been into entertainment since I was five. I told my mother to get me an agent when I was five years old. She didn't, thank God. Um, But I always (laughs) was very focused and I always knew that I wanted to get into entertainment. So I would, at 12, I was on a a TV show called Dance Party USA. It filmed in, in Philly. Um, and I always did, you know, theater, dance, all that good stuff. I was the West Report. I did the West Report in high school. I was a, a, a reporter. Um, went to college, was a TV major, theater minor. Um, and then I got an opportunity with the Jerry Springer Show um, as an intern from doing spring break, a spring break episode down in Jamaica. So I had enough to actually go up to Jerry Springer and ask him for a job. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it- yeah, and, and I got an internship with the show. I proceeded to be there for three years. Um, and then when I moved on from that show, I decided to move to Hollywood and pursue the shows that you just talked about. Um, you know, Dr. Phil, I worked there for three years. I did divorce court on, an, I think I was at divorce court in Judge Alex for seven years um, as a producer. Uh, I do. Yeah, you, you were doing all that as a producer. Yeah. How old were you at the time when you were doing oh. this? my 20s. <laughs> okay, okay. And- so, um, but no, I mean, it's been super fun. Um, I, I love reality t- 
television. I love producing it, nonfiction. I love working with real people, um, which now, and, and I've been transitioning into sports from yeah. reality because it's real, honestly. And I think when I first started in reality television and nonfiction, it was more real. And that's why I liked it. Whereas now I see a trend that things are you know, scripted and things are more fake and you're, you're there t- telling people to do stuff. And I'm like, no, this isn't the way it is. Like I want it to be real. And uh, <laughs> like sports is real. the sports is the best reality show out there. That's very true. And one reason why I think we're both uh, going down this path. It, it's, it's so funny on LinkedIn. I got, a, I got, um, one of the producers or uh, somebody from the bachelor had reached out to me uh, and asked me if you, you know, Oh, come, you know, try out or, you know, send in something. I'm like, there's no way I'd be suited for this. <laughs> and, Why do you say that? I, I don't know. I just, I never, you just never think about yourself as one of the, well, at least I never think about myself as one of those people. And, uh, and plus I have a girlfriend. She, it's like, that's oh, yeah, the other that's thing I saw. Funny. <laughs> you would not be happy with that. <laughs> Oh no no she 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 got a kick out of it because she she loves the show and she is like you know we got a kick out of it so it was funny but yeah that's funny actually one of my ex boyfriends was actually asked to be the bachelor and it really right after we had broken up and I at that time knew the producers and I called one of the producers freaking I mean freaking out and I was like. <laughs> They can, he'll give out roses. I got all the roses. Ba, 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 ba. I'm like, let's bring me in as a surprise guest. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Because they, so, they live they live for that kind of stuff, right? They want yeah. the most drama. Well, and it was a while ago. So, yeah, it, it, it wasn't. They did. They actually brought in ex-girlfriends in later seasons. So I was like, see, I was right. I could have been the first one. But, um <laughs> He decided not to do the show, uh, so so it never came to fruition with him on it. But that would have been super interesting to watch my ex boyfriend <laughs> be the actor. Yeah. Or and if they would have brought you in, that would have been hilarious too. Yeah, uh, that I mean, even in TV, you're in TV for for a long time. I mean, you started there. It seems like 2005, and you're there up all the way until the beginning of the pandemic, pretty much. And you also won two Emmys as well. Like, can you talk about that? Like, that's an amazing experience and accomplishment. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I've worked really hard. Yeah. I've worked really hard to get there. Yeah, no, I, I won my first Emmy for Lucky Dog on CBS uh, with Brad McMillan. That was an amazing experience. Actually, I think it was today. I was looking at a video. I think we. I actually won the first one today. <laughs> oh, wow. It's your anniversary. See, that's why you're on the show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Perfect timing. So no, it was a, it was amazing. It's an amazing honor. Um, I always, you know, dreamt of, of that as a little girl. Uh, so getting, you know, get hearing the show's name called and the table go- being in hysterics and running up to the stage and and having our boss do the speech and and standing there watching everything from stage. It's just a huge auditorium, and everyone's looking at you, and it's just—it's just something. It's just—it was special, right? Right. Uh, and then last year, I won again, or my the show won again. My team won again for oh, Paternity gosh. Court. Um, so daytime <laughs> me. and no, kind that's... of the, the same pandemonium happened. We all went jumping up and down and running up on stage, and and yeah, and I'm, I'm su- super lucky. I work really hard, but uh, yeah. 
No, no, I, I bet. And like, there's a few questions I want to reach on that. So th- yeah. you said this happens, uh, what, tw- is that 2019 that that happened? Yeah, it was right before the pandemic happened. So, so what- we were nominated again last year, but we didn't win last year. So it was, the, it was the year before. Yeah. So what ultimately made your decision to move into sports? Like, you know, you're like, I want my second Emmy. Like, where, like, what do I want in my career at this point? Is that like what you're going through? Exactly. Um, I like I, like I said earlier, I feel like reality is taking a turn that I don't necessarily want to be a part of. Um, right. I still don't pay my bills, but um, <laughs> I just I think it's just it's oversaturated. These storylines aren't as true as they used to be, and I'm into real moments and real people, and that's what I feel like sports is. And I've all like I said, I've, I've always been a sports fan, and it used to be my escape from Hollywood. Right. And now I was getting more and more in, I've been more and more into it. I have friends in the league now. Um, and I, I was, I was basically following their careers on online. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this, like I said, this sports is the best reality show out there. Right. And just things change so fast. And I mean, I can't wait for the draft today to see. To oh, see I know. What- yeah. It's like I'm like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> I know, yeah. You, I mean, you're literally covering the draft today, and we're going to touch on that in the second half of the show. Um, I so I can't can't wait because everyone, including myself, are just dying to see what's going to happen in those like top ten, top fifteen, yeah. even picks. You know what's going to go on there. Uh, yep. But also, like you know, do you have any advice for people? Because like that's what I, I love about the show. It's like people as yourself finding, you know something especially like later in life like you were so good at what you were doing and a lot of people would be scared to kind of right. take that step in and leap into going to something completely new especially right. after being so su- successful what kind of advice would you have for people in that kind of situation looking for something yeah. new just do it um i mean and i I've, I've, i'll even say i've struggled a, you know the transition from from reality tv to sports is not an easy one especially for a woman um, right. but you just gotta have to do it. And, you know, this is really where my heart's at. And I think if you, if, if that's the case, people will see that and, and give you opportunities. And, and my kind of philosophy is, you know what? I know sports, oh, but, but also like fake it till you make it type thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk sports with the best of them. Um, but you just kind of you just kind of have faith in yourself and go for it and and not back down and just be fearless and if you you know you're going to get I've gotten a ton of no's in reality you know and right. I'm sure I'm going to get no's in sports as well and that's fine that's their loss I know I'm good and you just have to have that confidence I mean you um, definitely have this uh, charisma and personality that you just like kind of attract you right you. away thank and- you yeah, yeah, of course. And so like even even when you're you're transitioning and it's like with with yourself, you know, you're you're starting off, you know, as a sideline reporter or sports reporter and and like how was that? Did you immediately just give up reality television and jump right into sports? No, uh, no. <laughs> you really can't because you still have to pay your bills. So I started just basically doing anything I could in sports. Okay. Uh, I work for, a, I still actually do some writing for, it's a nonprofit sports website and I've, you know, they got me media credentials and I, I went out and I covered events for free. Um, I actually was covering XFL when the pandemic hit 
And I was like, ah. oh my God, are we kidding? This is my dream. And, right, yeah, yeah. You know, are we kidding? And, but then I, I decided just to start my own show. Um, and I, you know, friends of friends, you know, it started out kind of with the Eagles and then, you know, other, other teams um, and just doing my own show. It was just kind of word of mouth that I was doing this and, and had, you know, players reaching out to me kind of wanting being on it. So tell us yeah, about your show. Tell us. I mean, this is your background oh, right so, now. <laughs> it's called Touchdown yeah, yeah. Time. Uh, it started on IG. It's right now in limbo. Um, I haven't done one in a while. I did a, I did a live broadcast actually from a combine um, in uh, Indiana a couple weeks ago, um, the National Scouting Combine. Uh, but yeah, I, I I basically just interview NFL, XFL players, coaches, current, former, all of the above. We just talk football for a half hour, and it's so much fun. I go through you know their entire careers, what they're doing now. A lot of these you know a lot of these guys, gals have char- charities that they feel you know strongly yeah. about or have written books or and I can't try to you know promote those so. Oh, that, but, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Too, but, you know, we took a little bit of a, a little bit of a hiatus just because I was actually doing some reality work because, again, those bills pile up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, so, you're like, you're like, whoa, the, let me put this on pause. I, yeah, I was like, well, like, we'll get back to this. I love it. I do. I love it. It's dear to my heart. And, and I've, I've appreciated everyone who's gone, who's been on it. And I'm definitely going to be starting it up again. Um, so much fun. But, but you bring you bring up a great point though. It's like you know you're doing what you're doing what you love, and you're building your not only your network in that sort of sense, you're building your background and all this because you know when you're starting something new, you have to start somewhere. Exactly. And, you know, I, I do the same thing. I like you know, I like I finished up in the Marines at 29. I was like you know in the reserves, and I was just I was working. I'm still doing. I was doing personal training then. I'm still doing it now to pay my bills. And, uh, you know, now I enrolled back in school and, you know, just starting this podcast and it's like similar to what you're kind of doing. And, it, but it's like, you have to just do stuff. You have to really, you know, network, you have to build that, mm-hmm. you have to build a foundation for yourself and that's what you're doing. Uh, that's, yep. that's awesome. Thank and you. I, I think that's the best piece of advice that you can honestly give for somebody too. You know, it's like looking to transition. And but, I think, I think the Emmys helped me a lot too. It gave me a lot of confidence. Because yeah. I'm still in media. You know, I'm basically going from reality media to sports media. It's still media. I know what I'm doing. I'm a, I love to interview people. So I'm, I've just kind of taken the skills that I did in nonfiction and reality TV and just transferring them to sports. Right. So, yeah, ex- exactly. And thing. So. Who would you love to interview the most? Hi. I, it's a tough uh, question, but. I know you're a big Eagles fan, you know, big, well, I mean, like Randall Cunningham, McNabb. I mean, I actually, I actually have an interview coming up with Ron Jaworski in a little bit. So that's that's a sweet one. I mean, you got a former NFL quarterback, a big NFL insider right before draft day. What, what uh, question are you dying to ask him? Um, I actually want to know, as a quarterback, he was a you know, quarterback for 17 years in the NFL. So if anyone, yeah. I would love to hear what he says. But I actually have a question about last year's draft, about Jalen Hurts. Okay. Because I think last okay. year, no one no one suspected that the Eagles were, were going to take a quarterback. I mean, we had 
Carson Wentz. He was our franchise quarterback. You know, we had Nate Sedfield, his, you know, as a backup. So yeah, I just know. I mean, exactly. No, I I, I get that look. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. No, Nate, Nate Sudfield. He was, he was okay as a backup. I mean, especially after losing out on Foles. Right. Right. And then, um, no, I just don't, no one, no one expected to, to, you know, for us to, to take a a quarterback and there was Jalen Hurts and it kind of spiraled out of control with Carson Wentz because of it. (laughs) At least people say, I'm not, I'm not that inside. So I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if anyone does besides maybe Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, (laughs) Howie Roseman. But um, my question to Ron Jaworski is going to be, does he think Jalen Hurts has what it takes to be number one and also to be a franchise quarterback? I actually looking forward to hearing that answer too. So am I. I think it's going to be interesting. I like Jalen. I think he's super athletic. I think he's super passionate. The look on his face when Peterson put in <laughs> put in Nate, you know, during the, the playoff game with Washington. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, well as an Eagles as an Eagles fan, I was happy because we got a better pick. <laughs> That's for true losing, yeah. for losing that game, but. Exactly. Which should come to fruition today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the full, we're looking at this full circle. They trade it back. Now, uh, let's see what they do today. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, and touching more on Jalen Hurts, I, I uh, have talked about it before on the pod. I, I like him a lot. I think for, you know, and what Carson Wentz went through um, this whole like last year, like I really think that. I think he's well. I think he's gonna thrive in, in Indianapolis. I agree. I, I actually I I, t- I talked about it before that I really think he's gonna be in the MVP conversation. I'm not saying MVP, but in the conversation, it's bold. But I just can't believe that he lost all that talent. I mean, from what he did in 2019, where he he led the Eagles to like four straight wins to make the playoffs, he looked really good without any receivers. And yep. now in Indianapolis with Frank Reich back with weapons, with an offensive line. And I think his confidence, I just think he lost his confidence. I don't know if it was Jalen hurts. I don't know what it was. The offensive line was not good either. He got sacked 52 times, 52 times, in like 12 games. Uh, it's That's crazy. <laughs> like yeah. That. And, and, but getting back to now, Jalen hurts. Like, I think maybe that was a part of it too. The, what the Eagles took him in the third round. Was it or fourth? second? Oh, it was the second round. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, yeah, I think I think you're right. They did take him. In the, they did use a top pick on him. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I think. Ah. Yeah, maybe the second, but even the second or third round, they used a good pick on him. And um, I have it coming. I wrote it down. I have it down here. In my notes. <laughs> no, don't worry. And, I, and I'm looking it up. Everyone's like, everyone listens. Everyone listening to the podcast right now is like, these yeah. Eagles fans don't know what they're talking about at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It was a, it was second round. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, second round. They used a really high pick on him, and uh, you know, I mean that that party shot. You know, Carson Wentz is like, oh man, are they going to replace me? Like, what's going on here? But you know, I mean, it was just something to, a precaution because he was also hurt two years in a row. Yeah. So there, there was, there was just all that. But uh. What I saw out of Hertz coming into that situation with a really bad offense, I really think he sparked the Eagles, and I thought there was a lot of good takeaways. And I mean, I thought there was a little bit of inaccuracy from him, but to, to be in the situation he was in, I thought he was very competent. 
And I hope the Eagles do build around him is going forward. You mean Indianapolis builds around him or, or, or Jalen? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, oh, Jalen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jalen. Sorry to confuse you. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think, I think he's, he's, I think he's got a, like a, he's just so athletic, you know, I just think he's a good, he's a good football player. And I think, you know, the passion's going to be there. And, and I, I, I think he's going to do it. I'm a little worried about his arm, but beyond that. I, I think the I think the one thing around about him I like the most is that he's very well rounded. Like I mean he he's very poised. Mm-hmm. And I guy you just you just gotta like like that kind of confidence. It kind of reminds you of a Russell Wilson kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and like I'm not saying he's Russell Wilson or anything, but you know, if he could turn into like seventy five percent of him, like that would be a success. And he can run too. I mean, I think right now you need you need yeah. this league needs a quarterback that can do it all. Right, yeah, exactly. That's what they're looking for, and I mean to to see what hurts. I mean, like obviously the Eagles are in you know a salary cap situation. They don't have a lot that they could do, and hurt. But hurts that contract, you know, really gives them a lot of flexibility for these next three years. And what do you so, think of the the uh, new head coach? I'm uh I'm up in the air about him. I don't know a lot about him. I mean, I, of course, I like that he was under Frank Reich, but. Right. Was there another coach? I I would have rather had McDaniel's as a coach, but you know that's just that's just me, and I think other people felt differently. I I'm upset. Well, what that did Peterson you think? No, I mean I am upset that Peterson fell in general. Um, I- oh, for me me too, <laughs> me too. I I I was so upset that Peterson was gone because here's a guy that brought a Super Bowl to the Eagles. Has literally brought. You know the the that team just two more straight playoffs after that that shouldn't mm-hmm. have made the playoffs. Yeah, I just didn't understand it. Uh, it was yeah, and so it's like you know, we were in the Super Bowl, which I was there. <laughs> it was one right. of seventy five thousand fans to be in that stadium. Um, Man, the awesome. moments of my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, you know, like what you just said, you, you, Super Bowl and then two playoff runs, and then all of a sudden you lose your job, and you, you think you lose it, or at least fans. You know, speculating because of because of Carson Wentz, and then Carson leaves too. So it's like, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> it, I mean, there was a lot going on in the front office, and I really thought that, uh, you know, and I probably won't ever get to interview him because I think he will get fired one day as Harry Roseman. I just, I really think the fault should have been back on him for all this. Yeah. I, like, for giving Wentz a contract for, I uh, for all the turmoil going on. I mean, it's like he didn't, he hasn't built any good players like he hasn't drafted any good players i mean like since well, carson wins we'll what happens today yeah <laughs> that's got, true what a couple hours here we got four hours till draft got, time yeah four hours of draft time let's talk so let's talk some draft yes. i know you're i know you're super excited so give me your takes uh um, i one through five okay let's go i mean definitely you know trevor lawrence one yeah um who's I'm like, uh, Wilson, Zach Wilson. Oh my God. Why am I blanking? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're good. You're good. You're, <laughs> Zach, uh, Zach Wilson too. I mean, definitely, definitely the, going to the Jets. Um, the, well, they've, those teams have already announced it too, right? Have they? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they, they, they've already announced that they're taking these guys. So yeah. the Niners at three is where it gets interesting. Exactly. The Niners at three. I mean, is it going to be, you know, Mac Jones? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Justin, Justin, I mean, I, <laughs> it could be Kyle Pitts too. 
Which honestly, I think Kyle Pitts is the best, like the best athlete in the draft. You know? So so funny. So I, I uh, had a guy uh, on the other day, Terry Cole. He's a big draft guy too. Yeah. And yeah. he told me all about Kyle Pitts. And I went back and rewatched more stuff on him. And that guy is amazing. I could not believe how good he is. Mm-hmm. He's from Philly. Uh, I did not know that either. So now <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, we Maybe the Eagles should trade up to get him. Right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, that, and I mean, what is that? What's going through, you know, Jimmy G's? head too with Sam Fran. I mean, you, I personally think he's going to the Patriots, but we'll see. I, I do too. I, you know, cause I, what I think actually is going to happen. I think the Niners are going to draft Justin Fields. I think that's where they're getting it. Okay. Uh, I like, I like Justin a lot. I actually wrote an article about him with the college playoffs. Um, I was a little concerned when he announced that he was, you know, had some medical issues. And I was like, oh, don't let, you know, he had been having seizures um, and had oh, been battling wow. that. So I was like, oh, no, Justin. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please be okay. Cause yeah. It, I mean, I just don't want it to affect his draft status. I mean, you know, you announced that. that that's huge. That's, that's, he's, it's a bit, NFL is a business. So, you yeah. know, they don't want to have anything that's, you know, could be. Potentially, yeah. like you know, they you know they don't oh. want to take him in the first round. He, he'd be like a fourth round quarterback if he, that happens. Right, right. But no, I like I like Justin. So you think San Fran's going to go Justin? Okay. I I do. I I think that like I really liked what I saw at him in the playoffs and uh, poise. He's built like a tank. He's just so athletic. Yep. Like mm-hmm. I I honestly think, I mean, I liked. I I think he's going to be the best quarterback in the draft in the future. Like. Um, from just what I've seen, I, I can't say I, I know anything really enough about Mac Jones or, um, or, uh, or Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about them, but from what I've seen out of the other, the other three, like I, I would say, I think uh, Justin Fields is going to be the best one just from a, a athletic point of view. And he's just built like a tank and he's just, he's a baller. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree with you. And it's weird because some people have him going like, like number eight, the Patriots. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I, I I don't think he's gonna fall that far. I mean, I don't think so either. It, every year it gets really wacky, right? Well, the Bears a few years ago when they took Trubisky, they traded like three first round picks up to get him. That, I mean, I, that's what I think San Francisco is doing here with Trey Lance or uh, with the um, with the uh, the Justin Fields. I, it it right. doesn't make any sense to do it with the other two because. I mean, the other two weren't like that high. Like it just seemed like a lot to give up for to go after these guys trading this year's first and two other firsts to get him. And do you think the Eagles are going to trade up from our from the number twelve pick? I think they're going to try to get Horn, um, yeah. JC yeah. Horn. I do think they are going to try to trade up to get him. Um, they they all there was also some, a speculation that I think it was Adam Schefter that reported or. Um, that the Eagles are trying to trade up to get a top cornerback. So yep, exactly, and that, I think that's where our the Eagles. I, I say our need, like I'm part of the Eagles, <laughs> like I'm part of the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, side. exactly. But I think that's our biggest need is is the cornerback position. Um, I think we've struggled the last couple of years with that. So that would be my pick. I think we go cornerback first, and then wide receiver after. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a deep wide receiver class. Um, and that's why, you know, if you get a for sure corner and, you know, cause that's what the Eagles defense is just needs to step, step it up. Everyone's hurt every year. 
So I, I think that's a, a great pick. And then go wide receiver. Yeah. Do you love my Brandon Graham, though? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Brandon Graham. Good friends with his family. And, oh, nice. Uh, time in, in their suite when I'm when I'm home in Philly so <laughs> like oh, nice. they're, they're, they're so special so yeah uh, I, number 55 <laughs> yeah, no, like, my favorite my favorite eagle was Carson Wentz and then all that uh-huh. had happened but uh, my no. new favorite eagle will be Jalen Hurts I mean like I said I, I I love the kind of I love it when a guy like that is just so well-rounded and just you know I just think he can handle all that kind of the spotlight and all that. I don't think he will shy away from it. I'm a huge Ertz fan. I'm going to be bummed if he. Oh leaves. yeah, I know that's the other thing. I I really hope that they don't trade him. I mean, or get rid of him. I hope they they can find out a new deal. Like he's the yeah. top he's the three. Best. Be, he's the top three yes. tight end in the league. I, it doesn't make any sense. Like he just as well this year, but I mean, I'm still I'm still behind him, and I still think he can he can kill yeah. it. I, I still think, you know, with the when this team in order for this team to be yeah. successful, I think they need Ertz to be there. I agree. Yeah. And and you made a great point about uh the Pats I trading for Garoppolo. I, I literally think if the Niners take fields, I think Garoppolo is definitely going back to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I think he belongs there. Yeah. Like, well Bel- Belichick lo- and, right. I mean that's that's his that's his team, I feel like. Well, Belichick never wanted to trade him to begin with, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Like everyone he was so like so uh he like I think Brady had to go to Kraft to get ri- to tell Belichick to get rid of Garoppolo. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting though to see what happens with Cam Newton though, because Newton. who do you think is a better quarterback, Cam or well, Jimmy? Well, Newton's on a one-year deal, making I think like one million dollars, and like I think he can make up to nine million with incentives. But I mean, Newton would just be a backup. To I mean, there's no way you're yeah. going to pay Garoppolo twenty or twenty-nine million or thirty million dollars to sit. Which is Cam? Is Cam Newton really going to be a backup? I mean, let's discuss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he would he would have to, or, or the Patriots would let him out of the contract. Or, you know, there there would be something there. I I just. There wasn't a lot of interest in Cam Newton either. Like that's why he signed that deal. He's been hurt for a while too. I mean, his shoulder's been. I mean, that's hit's been an issue for three years now at least. Actually, I was I was at that Eagles game where he hurt it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I, he he played it off because he literally ran right by me when they won because they came back from behind <laughs> and he did the big like Superman uh, face. At yeah. Running. I, but, I, I I was never a big fan of that, <laughs> but yeah. he, 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 uh, I mean, it's fallen off like completely and, and he had a sign of coming back, but then when he got COVID and then, mm-hmm. you know, to, it really knocked him out for three games. He was just never the same. He wasn't the same. I agree. Yeah. And yeah. I, I want to, I, I want to believe in him. And I, I mean, I think I, I thought him and Belichick would, would mesh and everything would be great. And and there was glimpses of hope. And then, yeah. like you said, COVID, it just kind of knocked him down. And then he just didn't quite get back up there. Um, I was, I was excited to see them resign him though. Cause I thought he deserved another shot. Um, I wasn't sure if he was going to be resigned even, but now we'll see. Yeah. I, I think obviously like everyone is projecting all this stuff. I would not be surprised if Belichick tries to trade up and get, you know, 
a wide receiver. I, I, I mean, maybe not a receiver. Maybe he tries to get a, get one of these cornerbacks that he really likes. Right. Or may, maybe right. he just trades back. I would not be surprised. He was like, oh, I fooled all you guys. Here, take my pick, and I'm going to get two other late first-round picks or something. Yep. I think there's going to be a lot of trade backs. A lot, like, I, this draft, is it's going to just be, I think, a little shocking. I think people, there's been so much speculation, so many different, you know, different different arguments of what's going to happen. There, there's always <laughs> like, a speculation. Yeah, I think there's a lot, you know, like a lot of speculation. I think people are going to be a little shocked. It's going to be fun, though. Oh, yeah. I a hundred percent. And I, I think a team that's going to trade back is going to be Atlanta. That, mm-hmm. they're, they're at number four with, you know, Julio Jones. That's a really hard contract to trade, especially uh-huh. with a guy who's kind of been hurt the last few years, 32 years old. Um, there's just a lot there. You know, I mean, I, I love Julio Jones. That guy's everyone you know, does. Yeah. He's, he's very well liked. And, but he's making 38 million for the next three years. It's like, it's kind of steep. And there's only a few teams I can see taking him uh, or at least trading for him or giving them probably what Atlanta would want. Right. I'm thinking Atlanta's going with, with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I think it's going to gonna be, yeah, I think it's going to be Mac Jones. I think Stan, Fra- I think Stan Fran's going to take Mac Jones or Trey, but I think it's going to be Mac. And then Atlanta is going to go with, with Kyle Pitts, they could go. They could go with Trey, Trey Lance, though. And then you know, with Matt Ryan, he would be. You know, Matt Ryan could kind of groom him. But I don't. I just don't think they need a quarterback right now. And I think they should go tight end. Yeah, Matt Ryan's only thirty five. He'll be thirty six, I think, uh, unless I'm wrong on that age. But he still has a few years left. Still, you know, very competent. Puts up solid numbers. Um, I mean, if you do trade Julio, like Pitts is there. I mean, he's a big guy, six six, like. That he definitely can replace Julio in that sort of production, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, they still have position players too. Julio from from the Falcons, I mean, I, I you know a team that I thought he would be a good person to replace is in Arizona. You know, you have Hopkins on the other side of the field, yeah. and in him, and you know Fitzgerald just retired. You know uh-huh. that that freed up some cap, and I'm I mean Arizona, I would not be surprised if he went there. Was there? I, yeah, I, I mean, I, mean I, I think he would love it. You know, playing with Murray. I think, I think uh, Julio Jones would be, you know, rejuvenated. Fan. Never was. I don't know why. <laughs> Who? I'm not a huge Murray fan. I don't know why. I, I'm not either. I mean, like, I think he, I think he's a middle pack. Court. I think he's like a, like a Dak. I don't put Dak in the top. You know, Dak's maybe like eight or nine, but I think he's right behind Dak at like twelve or thirteen in the league. You I know? Don't- people that would be so mad at you right now <laughs> for saying well, that. I agree be- with you. I'm, it's because like Dak-, Dak puts up amazing numbers, but that team is not ever like outstanding, you know? Yeah. Like I thought he maybe was in the MVP conversation a few years ago, but like um but like I'm I'm yeah. still that team is not right. I think that I think their offense is pretty is more put together this year than it has been in the past. I worry about their defense. The the line their offensive line has been bad, but it's like he has weapons. Like it's not that guy. Yeah. He's came in the league. He's not never had any weapons. Like he's literally had uh, receivers. He's had you know a running back. I know Elliot's not the same as he used to, but yeah. I I mean I I know a lot of Cowboy fans too, and they obviously I like, bash on them. <laughs> so too. mad at you right now. Right? <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're like part- they're 
they're they're probably like i have one cowboy fan who's like not sold on dak so he and he's he's a pretty he'll he'll be on the podcast i think in the next week well after we talk about everything <laughs> but uh he'll he'll say why he didn't want to give dak that big contract and that was a huge contract i mean you're you're paying a guy who's coming off a serious injury and you know i like the 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 cowboys could have traded up and potentially took in a quarterback here so i mean it would have been interesting. I yeah, I mean, and they and I still, mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I doubt. Still it. can Jerry Jones? You know, he's always surprising people, right? Yep, I think there's going to be a lot of surprises in this draft, so I'm I'm excited and can't wait. Yeah, you know, and I, I know you're short on time here. Let's let's talk about like this last six through ten. Like any surprises you got going there? Any trade ups that you, you noted? Not, I mean, I don't. No, I mean, I mean, I, I also read they uh, number nine. They thought maybe uh, Trey Lance was going to go with the Broncos, even though they just they just got Teddy yeah. Bridgewater. So that doesn't make sense. But well, maybe. so here's some here's some breaking news right now. Aaron Rodgers oh, has said that he wants out. Wait, what? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers told the Packers within that he doesn't want to return to the team next year. Oh my gosh! This just broke five minutes ago. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this, this just broke. And so I, so funny, I, I was running with a client this morning. He's a Packers fan. I told him that I think that the Packers will trade Jordan love. That was my one thing I thought was going to be surprising. But now that this is happening, I was like, I was like, I would trade Aaron. Ro- I thought I would, if I was the Packers, I would trade Aaron Rodgers because you could get like five picks. He's 38 years old next year. I know he just won the MVP. But can you imagine, like, if he gets hurt next year, you're going to be, like, sh- like you know, punching yourself in the foot or <laughs> punching yourself in the foot. I mean, punching yourself in the leg. <laughs> punching yourself in the leg. Uh, that you didn't do something. But, I mean, you know, they have their quarterback. Obviously, they love Jordan Love. A lot of people did. Um, a lot of people think that he's going to be – they had him high- – some people had him higher than Herbert last year. I mean, so there's something right. there with him. I I uh, Herbert's amazing. I mean, that I would not trade anybody for that so guy. Nice. But wow, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, for Rogers, what if you if you're a team like the Niners, like if you see this news right now, you're like, oh man, we get we just get we just, but the Niners just traded two of their picks for the next two years, so it's like, what are they gonna do? You know, th- this probably doesn't change yeah. anything for them. But wow, yeah, it's that's crazy news. I'm I, I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh. well, how does this change everything today? Well, the thing was too. It's like you know, there was no news for that. That's another thing we we're talking about. This uh, there, there's been really no news between the front office and Rogers, like in the last few months. You know, since the free agency started. So it's like it's like what's going on there? There has to be something going on. And Rogers is a you know, he he's yeah. a, a weird fellow. You know, he the way he kind of bottles stuff up and and uh, yeah, and this this, this proves it. Today, I mean, he, he literally just announced it five minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, wow, yeah, he just did that on purpose. I mean, well, yeah, no, <laughs> he, he had to, the, right? And this goes back to sports is the best reality show ever because yes. this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're over here freaking out about this. <laughs> and and uh, there's news that the Broncos could trade Drew Locke, but I don't know what they're gonna, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna get for him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But, so many but, uh, 
even the, last ja- week. The, the Jaguars might side Tim Tebow as a tight end. I, I mean, I know he's playing for the Mets. Also, okay, I'm okay. a I'm a I'm a Mets fan too, by the way. So oh, you are. You're not Phillies. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm a, I grew up here in LA, but I grew up a fan of players. So I was a Piazza fan. I was a McNabb fan. So reason why I'm fans of them. But but yeah, I I know there's so much stuff here. I know you got to prep. Um, is there yes. anything else you want to talk about before I let you go? No, I mean this has been great. <laughs> I think we got a lot of, a lot in there. But yeah, no, right. I mean as far as you know, and like I'm, I'm still you know still transitioning into sports. Love it. Um, as you can tell, I you know I, I love talking about it. Um, yeah. But for anyone who's who's kind of in the same boat that I am and, and wants to do it, just it is it's been this transition has been so much fun, and you never know unless you try, right. and all they can tell you is no, and then you try again. So <laughs> no. that's kind of my biggest thing from from you know doing this whole thing. Yeah, no, and I appreciate your time so much. Where can uh, people find you? So I am right now on VegasWinners.com. Um, I'm a sideline reporter for a new show called Crush House. Um, our, okay. our host are uh, Wayne Allen Root and Frank Nicotero. Um, also, um, Angelica Bridges from from former Baywatch. She's on the show as well. So it's okay. So yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool team. So I'm there, and also um, you can look me up at Sport Report Deb on Instagram. Got it. And uh, what was your show again that you that you have on YouTube now? Touchdown timeout. You can find that on the the past shows on YouTube. Um, also, there are a few on my on my IG. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to starting that again as well soon. So awesome! Thank you so much for your time today, Deb. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. I hope you guys all enjoyed uh, Deb's uh, story. She is amazing. Uh, just uh, just a fun time. I uh, love just everything about her, her, her drive, uh, just willing to make it do whatever, you know, she needs to do to get into sports. And she's being very persistent as much as we all should when starting something new, especially when you are going back at a later point in your life. Like I'm doing that myself. And I know that it gets a lot harder. It's not like, uh, you know, when you're younger at 18, you can make more mistakes as you get older. I mean, don't be afraid to go out and try something new. Just go out and do it. And she's doing that. And I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed the NFL draft stuff that we talked about. Fun hearing uh, her perspective and her take on all this stuff, especially as that breaking news of Aaron Rodgers wanting out. That is uh, that is awesome. I mean, something that I think I saw coming uh, today. Um, I know there just was not there was nothing being talked about there. And uh, now that Rodgers wants out, uh, it's just going to be really interesting. Uh, that, that's all going to unfold here, I think, within the next few hours. But uh, I'll leave that up for the other professionals. But I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode with a Deb. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And leave me a rating and review. That's how I grow the show. Please share it with your fellow sports fans. I will talk to you guys or I will see you guys next time.